Welcome to the evolution of culture, hustle culture, which has naturally played itself out. Welcome to the Hustle Culture Hater Club Podcast. We don't glamorize hustle. We promote empowerment over exhaustion. Your life, your biz, your rules. And now your host, Heather Kehoe, bringing F-bombs and truth bombs. This is the Hustle Culture Hater Club. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Hustle Culture Hater Club podcast. And today I have a powerhouse woman who I met, oh man, I don't know, a couple years, uh, a couple years ago when we were actually in a coaching container, a coaching group together. And um, if, if anything really great came out of that whole experience, because it was an experience uh, it was truly the the women that I met and have kept in touch with. So today I've got uh, Dr. Shannon Pierce on, and she is a doctor of chiropractic, an integrated health coach, and a nationally known speaker and educator. And she has got a passion for helping women with their hormones, thyroid, and autoimmune issues. So thank you for being here. I'm excited to be here. Can't wait yeah. to Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, anybody who's who's listened and who follows me knows my journey with hormones and thyroid cancer and all that stuff. And it's not like when we met, I mean, I didn't seek you out for that reason, right? It was just like we were brought together and then it was like, oh my God, this woman actually gets to the root of the issues, which just, I mean, that's what I needed. So and I think that's what's missing for so many women, right? It's like, we're never taught that there is a long-term solution or that there's a cause or that there's an answer. We're just taught to manage symptoms, right? Totally. And, and that's why we end up feeling terrible and not liking our bodies and being frustrated when I fully believe it doesn't have to be like that, right? There's yeah. all solution. Well, and it's funny now that I know, and like I've worked with you and I've done so much learning that- I hear so many other women, like I'm going to be 50 in October and I hear so many women say, oh, well, it's just like that because of our age. And I'm like, oh, no. I mean, obviously things change. I get it. We're not 20 and 30 years old anymore, but it's like we just chalk it up to that. And it's such bullshit, right? Because that's what's pushed down our throats. Yeah. But you know, what's funny. And it's the same with like that hustle culture though. It's because we rather commiserate about what we all have wrong, right? That, Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm so stressed too. Oh, I don't like my body. Oh, I'm exhausted all the time too. Just because most of you feel like that doesn't mean it's normal, right? We've Mm -hmm. just like gave ourselves pockets of people who agree that that's how we're supposed to feel at 50 when that's bullshit. Like that's not, it has to be. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it's, and of course, a lot of my audience is women, right? And they, when I started working with you, they're like, okay, send me your Instagram. I want to check this out. So I thought, what better way to have you on here and really explain, you know, what it is that you do, like what, it, what, how are you different? Right. And the impact, I mean, I can tell people, you know, about our experience, but people also are like, okay, I don't really understand it. Um, and how did you really come to be where you are because you had your own experience with, uh, you know, dealing with health issues and getting to the root of the problem. 
Yeah. You know, it's so funny is my husband and I were just talking about this. I feel like whenever like I'm out in public and I meet someone for the first time, they say, oh, what do you do for a living? I have this like major issue with like, I can't explain this to you in anything less than 10 minutes. Like, and you probably don't want the whole story and all this stuff. Like I typically give them like a one word answer, but to tell them that we do, you know, functional medicine or integrative health or root cause medicine or whatever you want to call it. People don't understand that. Like we really dive into a conversation, but that is the first thing that's heartbreaking to me is what medicine should have always been is what I do, right? The Mm -hmm. concepts that I use are not new. This is not different. This is physiology and anatomy. We've just gotten so far away from it that people think what I do is strange Mm -hmm. when this is like what it should have been the whole time, right? And it was, that's what it was years and years, like decades ago, right? Years prior. Yes. Yes. For convenience and for money and for all the things. And unfortunately, because of that, we have a world of people who are sicker than ever mm-hmm. when we have these beautiful principles that work, they're just not being taught at the capacity that yeah. they need to. And, 100%. you know, that's a big part of my story, right? So um, I, I always say, I feel like I was sick my whole life. So at eight years old, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. I had all kinds of like digestive issues and migraine headaches and head to toe psoriasis and all of these things my whole life growing up. And my family was very medical, right? We didn't know any different mm-hmm. so on all the medications I was on antidepressants. I was on sleep mm-hmm. medications, all of these things as a very young child, given birth control to regulate my hormones, mm-hmm. all the stuff that we're told. And I kept getting sicker and I kept getting worse. And I actually had my first experience with any type of holistic healthcare by going to a chiropractor for the first time. And that was my first introduction. I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. I like that, right? Yeah. I decided I wanted to be a chiropractor. So I went to chiropractic school where if you know anything about the chiropractic philosophy, it really is like the body heals itself, right? Mm -hmm. We call it down inside out. Like we heal from the top down, from the inside out. That's the philosophy. And even though that's great, it was still missing a lot of pieces because going through chiropractic school, getting my doctorate, learning what I was learning, doing all these things. I kept getting sicker. Like there was just Mm -hmm. stuff that I didn't understand why my body was hurting so bad. My joints hurt so bad. All these things were going on. But in true hustle culture, Mm -hmm. I was was at school. I was pushing myself. I just kept saying it's because I was stressed. Yeah. Uh, My husband, we graduated. We built a very large health center very early on. So truly working, you know, doing the Mm -hmm. typical hour weeks because that's what you do. and And then- I, after, so we did that for several years and then I got pregnant with our first child. And right after I had my son, I had a complete physical and emotional breakdown. Like mm-hmm. couldn't get out of bed, couldn't function. There were days truly, I thought I was dying. And I don't say mm-hmm. that to right the situation. I was like, something has to be so wrong. I can't function. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Now here's the scary thing though. Like I was already a doctor. I yeah. ate good. I exercised every day. I wasn't the person who was living this terribly unhealthy life. Yeah. I had truly just stressed my body to the max my mm-hmm. entire life and got to this place where I had this full burnout. Mm-hmm. But what was really eye-opening to me is some of my best friends were doctors and medical doctors. And I had access to all of these people. Nobody could help me. Mm-hmm. Nobody had an answer to why I felt like I felt nobody could tell me what to do. Or I felt like I would go to one place and I'd get one little answer and then I'd go somewhere else and I'd tell me something else and yeah. I'd get bits and pieces, but nothing ever really came together that made sense to me or that really worked long-term. Yeah. So 
for years I went in and out of, I went to like normal doctors, mm-hmm. I even naturopaths and some people who did, you know, small versions of what we do now, but never really felt like I was getting answers. And I, at that point, truly, I was ready to give up. And I think yeah. a lot of women, when they make it to me, they feel that way. They're like, I'm so frustrated. Mm-hmm. Tr- Nothing's worked. How are you different than the 15 other people I've seen? Before? Totally. Yeah. I don't want to do anymore. And I actually said that to my husband. There was a day I was like, I don't want to do anymore. I don't want to see another doctor. I don't want to like go another place. Like I'm so exhausted of trying. Mm-hmm. Nothing was working. And that was my first introduction to what we now call functional medicine is I had one person suggest like, Hey, have you done this type of testing or this type of testing? And we can talk about testing in a second. I was like, well, no, I haven't done those yet. And they're like, well, that's what you need to do. Like if you haven't at least checked what's going on with your immune system or check Mm -hmm. the renal glands, how do you know where to go next? And that was the first time anyone had told me that, well, maybe if you test better answer and I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. Like, don't give me another supplement. Don't tell me to take yeah. oil. If you just tell me to take vitamin D and go on my way, my head's going to explode. Totally. Like, that. But it was the first time anyone had said, no, there's, there's better ways to test. To mm-hmm. figure out. And I was like, great. I'm all in for that. Right. Like, yeah. was, like, however, in the back of my mind, I was like, it's all going to come back normal. Just like every other blood test and every other thing that they yeah. ran, it's going to be fine. And I'm going to pay all this money and do all this stuff. And I'm not going to find any answers. So just like most of you guys coming to me for the first time, I was very skeptical. So I'm never mm-hmm. offended when someone's skeptical. I'm like, I was right there. Yeah. But I did the tests. And for the first time ever, stuff came back that made sense to me. There mm-hmm. was a Things were off. Things were wrong. I found true problems, physiological problems. But now that I knew that, I could start making a plan. Yeah. To- to- I'm telling you, I remember the day I got my labs back and I saw what was out of rage for me. It was, I had a chronic Epstein-Barr infection, uh-huh. huge, a huge root cause for a lot of women. My adrenals were completely tanked from hustle culture for decades, uh-huh. a business and a life. And at 30 years old, my hormones were in menopausal range because I had worn my body out so dramatically. They were completely tanked. And the combination uh-huh. of the my body just gave up. It was like, yeah. We, left. we can't do this. Yeah. I opened my test. I look at them. I just started bawling. I was like, uh, not was mad about it. I was so relieved that yeah. it was actually there. Was yeah. Like, to have an- like actual answers. There's a reason why I felt the way I did because up to that point, everyone just kept telling me I was stressed and I was crazy. That was it. Like truly the only answers were antidepressants, which I didn't take, but those were the yeah. suggestions and uh, nobody had any other answer for me. Mm-hmm. So from there, this was... Lord, 12 years ago, almost, but I dove head first. I was like, I'm going to learn everything I can possibly learn about this testing, this anatomy and physiology, how to find root cause answers, how to do proper protocols, individualized, perfect person, specific protocols to fix all of this. And I really I tell everyone I took the last 10 years building a system that I desperately wish someone mm-hmm. would have 10 years ago, because yeah. there was no one-stop place that somebody could take me through all the pieces and help me get to the other side. So yeah. now that's for women is like, let's not only find your answers, but let's link arms together. Yeah. And bring you out of this, right. To create the vibrant, healthy body that you want. Yeah. There's gotta be a process to get there. And I think that's, what's lacking so much in healthcare. Yeah. Well, and I remember getting, do you remember when I got my tests and, <laughs> uh, you know, you open them and what I love about them is the visual of them. Like really seeing like, 
Holy, right? Because this is this is a huge problem for me with the like regular lab tests, right? The normal range is it's such a huge spread that it's like, how how is that even how can you even judge with that? Yeah. Like yeah. the spread is so low. Oh, you're on the low, the low normal. Oh my God. Like, no, I'm almost actually off the chart. Like that can't be good. But with yours, it was like I could see. And then I think you said, if you didn't know me, you would think these were the hormones of like an 80 year old woman. And I was like, whoa, but yours were tanked. But I think part of it too, right? Your thyroid has a lot to do with just the metabolism of hormones and what you went through. And again, that's part of the problem with traditional medicine is you're looked at in a compartment, right? You had your Mm -hmm. thyroid, you had your cancer doctor, and you had this other person over here but who looks at you as a whole, because going through what you went through had to impact your hormones and adrenals, right? There's no way it didn't, but we're not told those things until we feel bad enough to go and search for a medication or cream or pill or whatever it is that's supposed to be better. We're missing the ball. Yeah. And, and what I also feel is that so many times it's, it's like a one's, you know, one size fits all when it isn't not, there's, not even remotely close. Right. And so you go on an eating plan and it's like, well, you could be eating things that you, you are actually sensitive to. Right. Or you could be working out. I know for me, for instance, I was like doing like really high impact, which was actually sending my cortisol levels into like, great. Like it was doing me so much more harm, but the, the way it is, it's like, okay, do eat this work out like this. And you're going to look like this, right? And it's not the one, I can't be doing the same thing that a 30 year old or a 20 year old is doing. Like we're all different. And who walk in, not even two, 10 women who walk into my office at 49 years old with the same symptoms, all 10 of them are going to get different protocols because your pathways look different. Your numbers look different. And one of the things, and this triggers a lot of people who might be seeing a functional medicine or an integrative person, but I always say, if you are seeing a more holistic provider, naturopath, whatever, but all that happens is you go into their office, they read your blood work. Number one, and first red flag is that they only pull blood work. If they didn't do any other comprehensive Mm -hmm. testing, which includes stool, which includes uh, urine samples, like if you're just looking at simple blood panel, I promise you right now, you have not found your root cause. Like there are so many things that hide in other areas of the body that just your simple blood work are not going to uncover. So if all you've had tested was blood work, you have a whole world of things you don't even know. But if your typical visit looks like this, you go in and you may or may or not have new blood work. They read it. They tell you a few things are off and you leave with three different supplements or a supplement mm-hmm. because your certain number was low or a certain number was high. And that's all the conversation is. And then they tell you to come back again in 60 or 90 days. And the same thing happens and they'll change a supplement for a symptom or they'll look and see another low number and they'll put you on a few more supplements and you leave. And that's all you're getting. Mm-hmm. We're not getting functional healthcare. You are getting no. a more natural version of traditional healthcare, but you are using a supplement like a medication. If you're just trying to manipulate a number, if they are not going through individualized recommendations of very specific nutrition food plans for your body and your physiology, Mm -hmm. if they're not teaching you timing of when and how to exercise that protects your adrenals and your hormones, if they're not talking to you about stress management and brain balancing and being able to release the stress that causes the burnout 
you are not addressing all of the pieces it's going to take to get better. And in fact, I said this, I do with all my private clients, we do a weekly like teaching session. Yeah. And last week I was like, I just feel like everyone needs to hear this again. I was like, I need to, I need all of you to hear this. You did not just pay me money and you yeah. get to do supplements and you heal. I have never said that's what I do. Right. If right. It was my life would be easier. It would be so much easier that way. Totally. But that's not it. That's not what it takes. There's true lifestyle modification. There's individualization Mm -hmm. of your protocols that have to change. There's testing that has to happen. And when you do it, right, the way it is planned out and laid out specific to you, the coolest things happen. I mean, just this week alone, I had a lady who has not been able to lose a pound in years. So she has not seen a number under 200 in decades. Mm. She texted me that for the first time in over 10 years, she's under 200 pounds. We had a lady that uh, is in full remission from her Graves autoimmune disease after being told she'd never be in remission. We have people coming off of medications because their bodies just don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. And these are daily things. Mm-hmm. When you try to right, it heals but we're just not given the tools. I wasn't given the tools and it breaks my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, well, and a lot of times this was considered, like, I remember back, like how many years ago, Ooh, right. Like not woo woo, but kind of like, Oh, gee, really? That's what you're going to do. And, and I always want to say that there is 100% a place for traditional medicine. Like, Absolutely. But running to just put the bandaid on and not ever really knowing like what is actually causing you to be like this or react like this, or, you know, with that woman, with not being able to lose weight, something was stopping her from doing that. What is that something? Yeah. And you find the something and remove it. Yeah. Right. I always say that like the body needs no help to heal. It just needs no interference. Mm -hmm. And we live in a world where the food we eat, the air we breathe, the people we're around, the jobs that we do, Mm -hmm. the hours that we keep, they are all interfering from your body's ability to heal. Now there does come a place. I fully agree. If you leave that interference and it builds up over time and more and more inflammation and more and more stuff that you get true disease. Okay. We need emergency medicine. Yeah. But it's a misnomer. We don't have healthcare. Yeah. We should have emergency medicine and yeah. completely different. Yet there's nothing healthy about the care that we get. Like no. emergencies, disease management, and emergency care. And all day long, they're way better at that than me. 100 percent Yeah. Real preventative health care needs to look completely different. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you're you're in the US, but you are Canadian. So yeah. you understand and you deal with a lot of Canadian um clients. So, I mean, you understand our healthcare system and how it's different than the U S right. So it's free, but it's the Canadian healthcare system is an absolute, it is so broken beyond it's broken beyond repair. Like it's just absolutely horrific. Right. And people are, they're going in and the wait times. And I mean, they're just being told, take this, take that. There's no conversation at all. Right. About, well, what, what do you eat? You know, how much do you move in a day? Nothing. Cause a, there's no time. And it's just like, you're just on a conveyor belt. Yep. Right. And I, I call it really that we have a sick care system because all we're doing really is keeping people sick. And I mean, I could do a whole other podcast on the pharmaceutical industry, right? Because I mean, let's get, how do they make their money? 
not by people getting healthy. Like it's not rocket science. Um, it's not a conspiracy theory. Right. <laughs> it, I love that. it is. Like, like no, no. Like this is factual information. Yeah. You can actually like find that you can Google it. And, and that's the thing. And it was, we don't have cable. Okay. So we, but I was away this weekend for a daughter's volleyball tournament. And so I'm in the hotel and they've got cable. So I'm like, I'm going to watch 48 hours. And I'm not kidding. Every commercial break was an advertisement for some kind of pharmaceutical drug. Every single commercial. But do you know that we're North America in general, we're the only places that that's legal. You mm-hmm. should not be promoting medications to the public who have no idea. And yep. like, well, go to the doctor, if you should start this medication. No, like that's not okay. Like it's yep. crazy to me how much it's shoved down our throats when that's unethical. It's not safe. You have all these people thinking they have all these diseases because of a commercial and they want all these medications. And a lot of times the doctors will oblige and put them on these things that have massive side effects. Yeah. And we're just taught that that's what we do. And, yeah. ugh, but that's part of, so one of the things I feel very passionately about, and it's one of my kind of longer term projects is people always ask, well, is what you do covered by insurance? No. Mm-hmm. And truly in their system, it's never going to be right. Which yeah. it's surprising to me because if they would just cover some of what functional medicine really does, they could cut people's healthcare costs by a totally. ton of the money, but they don't, they're not, that's not their primary focus, right? No. But I don't feel like their system will ever adopt what we do, but there is now more than ever a necessity to have an adjacent system for people who want to take care of their body like this, mm-hmm. because at the moment it's not covered, right? If you have maybe a health savings card, especially right like HSA and stuff, like you can use those types of things. And, but traditional billable insurance is not going to cover what we do. And I really feel called to create a system that does, right? How is there a potential where people can maybe buy in mm-hmm. with monthly premiums and save up a chunk to be able to put it towards what you want to do for your health instead yeah. of what you're forced to do, right? Why could you not take your premiums and use that on herbs and, you know, for other sure. things? why not, right? Like, it doesn't even make sense to me but I really don't think they will ever in a large capacity. Now, some people's plans are better than others, but for the majority of people, I don't think that will ever happen. But I really, I really want to help create a system that can allow the single mom of two kids to do holistic. Right Right now it is a financial burden. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's like food, right? We talk about this, um, like my oldest daughter, right? She's off of college and just the province she lives in, the food, it's even more like the, but, and the healthier you want to eat, yeah. the more it costs, right? Cereal for $2, it's full of crap, but you yep. can get an apple, one single apple that almost costs the same as that. We're forcing people into disease though. That's the whole point. Yeah. It should not be that way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, when you realize that and realize what's going on in the world. And I mean, I get it. Everybody needs to make money, but when it is coming at the cost of, you know, basically taking advantage of people, right. And misleading people. And there are a lot of people that, yeah, you said that that cannot afford it. Right. So they're just trying to get by and 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 I mean, I remember being, having those days where I'm like, I just need to get through the day. I just need to get through the day. And it's like, it's such a shitty way to live. 
It's such a terrible, and I mean, we were not put on this earth to live miserable lives. That's exactly really at the root of why I do what I do is yes, I love educating people, but it's that to me, it's people are missing out on moments of their life that they will never get back Mm -hmm. because they are sick with something that's fully reversible or preventable, Mm -hmm. but they're missing not only moments, they're dying early. They can't go to their kids' sporting events. They have a headache all the time. I remember with my son, the first three years of his life, like he got the worst version of me. I was Mm -hmm. so sick. Like I thinking back to him versus the version of me, my daughter got like, it breaks my heart to think like he had the mom who could never, I would just sit on the couch and watch him play. I could barely pick him up because my body hurt so bad. Like the fact that that was what I was modeling for him. And thank God I got answers and got yeah. myself, but there's a lot of people who haven't yet. And your kids are teenagers or older. I just talked yeah. to a like I haven't been well in 20 years. My kids have never seen me well. They don't even know what a healthy version of me looks like. That to me is unacceptable. Yeah unfreaking acceptable because there is an answer. And if somebody would have told her that 20 years ago, she would have had a completely different life than the one she missed out on. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that idea. And I I swear to God, you will make it happen. You will make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) If you need investors, just call our little, uh, call our club. (laughs) Oh, the day will come. We're going to make this big. This is a a big idea. It's going to take Uh, so, okay. So take me through, I mean, I know my experience, but somebody comes to you kind of what, what is, what is the process? Yeah. So it always starts with testing first. I fully believe we don't know what we're fixing until we know what we're fixing. So the great thing about most of the tests that we do is they can be sent anywhere. I have patients in Kuwait, I have patients in Ireland, I have patients in Canada. Like the test kits can be sent just about anywhere. Mm-hmm. We do everything virtual. So you get to do your test review appointment over Zoom or over another video chat app. We review all of that. And then each person gets their customized protocols, right? Based mm-hmm. on how much stuff is going on, right? Some yeah. people want more than others and what their goals are and how much one-on-one accountability they want. There's lots of different ways to kind of build a plan, but it always starts with testing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the three, I'll just touch on this briefly, the three tests I like for most people to start with just because they're foundational. Now there's a hundred different tests we can and will run over time, right? There's tons of stuff. But if you have not at least done these first three, I feel like you don't have any clue what your root causes are. Yeah. One of those is stool sample. I'm mm-hmm. all about <laughs> testing. Oh, food. I remember that one. <laughs> I actually get the new picture. You're like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Yes, you actually send people in, but so much information because the health of your gut microbiome Mm -hmm. is probably the most important thing you need in order to stay healthy, right? For inflammation, for immune system function, for digestion and absorption, for hormone conversions in the gut. Like there's just so many functions that happen there. If we have an unhealthy gut, realistically, I probably can't even help you balance your hormones, right? Yeah. Like if there's stuff going on there. So most people will start with a stool sample. I think that's such a beautiful place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite test on the face of the earth is the Dutch test, which we've yeah. done with, which is the hormone and adrenal mapping, because especially for women, I work primarily with women. We do have some men, but they're mostly women. We're hormonal beings mm-hmm. and be real. Everything we do, right. If you have kids or not, if you're yeah. not a not, if you're in perimenopause, if you've had hard cycles, if you've been on birth control, if you have stress, like everything that is going on around you, your body responds hormonally. Yeah. If you're alive. <laughs> Truly. And if you haven't <laughs> ever done anything to balance your hormones, I'm going to take a wild guess and say they're probably pretty crappy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Affecting our hormones. Yeah. Exercising, crash diets, all of these things affect our hormones and our adrenals. But what hormones really are, and I think people understand this, they're chemical messengers. That's their job, right? Those hormones talk to all these other places in your body, including your brain for cognitive function, for memory, for mood and stability. It talks to your Mm -hmm. heart. It talks to your, all these places. If you don't have hormone balances, it's not just night sweats and weight gain. That's what we think, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Everything. They're linking low hormone with heart disease, with Alzheimer's, with dementia, with type two diabetes, because those are responsible Mm -hmm. for functions. Yet rarely does a woman ever have her hormones tested unless she asks for it Mm -hmm. or they have type of tumor. Those are about the only two times they will actively test your hormones in the traditional medical system, which is again, mind blowing, but yeah, hundred percent is my favorite because it really helps, especially if you're struggling with weight loss, if you energy issues, anyone with fatigue issues, anxiety and depression, we've learned so much from hormone and adrenal patterns. It's fascinating. So every woman at some point that I work with, we'll do that. Third one is a food allergy test. I very much believe food has to be individualized, just like any supplement. So we do have core recommendations, but if there's certain things, for example, my husband's allergic to lettuce. What's the first thing you decide to do if you want to lose weight or eat healthy? Yep. Eat salads. Well, for him, that was the worst possible thing he could do, right? Yeah. Lemons and limes and ginger and coconut, like these wonderful, healthy foods that in fact, for me, were making my joint pain and my inflammation horrendous. And just cutting some of those out, I started to feel some relief because I wasn't creating daily inflammation and mm-hmm. foods that I didn't know were trigger until I tested for them. Yeah. Well, we're told that those are all healthy, right? Yeah. Eat this, which for me, I know it was almonds. Yeah. When I was having almond milk with my protein shakes. Every day. So I you- know. And eating almonds. And now I'm like, I can't remember the last time I had an almond. Like it's after, you know, we did all our testing. But having the combination of those three tests, and again, we can do mold testing, we can do organic acid testing. There's so many other things we could do over time. But if you know the right foods to eat for you, the Mm -hmm. best way to support your adrenals and your hormones, and we start fixing and correcting the gut based on, do you have overgrowth? Do you have deficiencies? Is there inflammation in there? Whatever's going on in the gut. If you can knock those three things out, um, like magic, truly, Mm -hmm. like magical things happen in the body. And then you can find you from there. But even that, most people I talk to have never had any of those three tests done and you're missing huge information. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, you're basically just working with them to, and this is what I I found so interesting with you uh, because the women who come right with hormones and stuff and weight gain, you're so focused on losing the weight, right? Losing the fat where you're like, that's actually not what we're focusing on first. And with me, I'm like, well, what do you mean though? That's, uh, and when you explained it to me, then it made total sense. Right. And then you realize all that other shit I was doing was causing, I mean, it was actually causing me to gain weight, right? It was making me. Yeah. So explain, explain that. Yeah. So this is probably one of the most interesting topics. When I do these videos, they always go wild because (laughs) weight gain or inability to lose weight. So maybe you've put on 15, 20 pounds recently. And you're like, I don't understand why I didn't change anything. Or there's this like 20, 30 pounds that you just can't get off and you feel really uncomfortable. That is always a protective mechanism. There mm-hmm. are three main reasons your body will 
hold on to weight. And it's all about it not feeling safe. One of them is if you have overgrowth or infections in your gut, or in my case, Epstein-Barr virus, if you have yeast or bacteria or parasites or an active virus, and you're not doing anything to get rid of it, your body is insanely smart. It is always going to do what will keep you the safest. And it says, all right, well, she's not fixing any of this stuff. What can I do to protect these things from getting to her vital organs? Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to make a bunch of fat cells and I'm going to soak it all up. So mm-hmm. your fat cells are full of this bacteria and this yeast. And guess what? Until you take away the reason your body put on the weight, you mm-hmm. will not be able to force it to lose the weight. I don't care how many calories in, calories yep. out you how many hours you go to the gym. If you are that person, you feel like you're doing all the right things and you're not losing weight. It's because your cells are doing something. Mm-hmm. The first is usually overgrowth and infections in the gut. Mm-hmm. The second is if you have hormone imbalance, there are a few primary places that our body makes hormones. One is the ovaries in the uterus. Mm-hmm. So especially women who are in perimenopause and menopause and end up gaining, you know, 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. It typically is because you're not making as much from your reproductive organs. You're not supposed to anymore. That's normal. Yeah. But what should happen is when we stop making it from our reproductive organs, our adrenal glands are supposed to kick in and make yeah. majority hormone. Well, most of y'all, myself included, have cracked <laughs> adrenal glands. Yeah transitioning through menopause and perimenopause and your adrenals suck, you have nowhere else that you're getting a balance of hormones except for the third place, which is fat cells. So yeah. guess what? The belly puts on a bunch of fat cells to help you make some hormones. So you don't die. Like mm-hmm. it's you're mad because you can't lose the weight, but your body's doing it on purpose. We just stopped listening. We stopped yeah. asking why our body's doing something. We're just mad at it because it's not dropping 30 pounds. Yeah. But our hormones and our adrenals are huge for that. Yeah. And then the third one is inflammation, which is usually yeah. foods that you're eating that you don't realize you're eating that aren't good for you. And inflammation is dangerous and fat cells soak up inflammation. Mm-hmm. You leave inflammation, hormone and adrenal imbalance and overgrowth in your gut. Good luck losing weight or at least sustain. Yeah. You might drop some weight. It's going to come right back. Yeah. Because it's doing it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And it, after you taught me that, I... It's funny now when I hear women say, well, if I just like eat keto or, and I'm like, no, no, I know you think that's the answer. But it's especially the women who do that, right? You had done keto. pretty. Oh, I had done, I had done everything, everything and And probably caused way more harm to myself. Yep. And that's what too, uh, the women I work with typically feel more relieved because we don't have to be as strict. Oh, I know. We, if you're doing all the other pieces, now there are phases, right? There are certain things we cycle in and out of, and there's different nutritional strategies I'll use, but lifelong, I don't want you always on a diet. I don't want you always being calorie restricted. If your body's working well, you should be able to eat a well-rounded, you know, whole food diet, mm-hmm. but not always be on something so strict. Yeah. Your body you listen, right? That's the goal. I want you on the least amount of supplements. I want you yeah. to eat a variety of food and I want you to love the way you look and feel in your body. Yeah. That's the end goal. Yeah. Well, and you can't sustain that, right? So for people I say, okay, that's great, but then you like it you cannot sustain that. The low carb, the keto, the the like you can't. You can do it for a while, but then it just you will not do it for your whole life. You just won't. And being able to kind of build in times that you're not so strict. So I definitely have seasons and we do it kind of quarterly every year. It, 
I don't have to be perfect all the time, but I do commit 30 days every quarter to say, you know what, the little things I let creep in, I'm going to bring it back in. I'm going to myself a good clean out, not always a big detox, but just really refocusing 30 days every quarter. Do I at least know I'm not allowing this inflammation, this stuff to build where I end up at square one again? So I do think having those checks and balances are important, but not feeling like you have to do that every day of your life. That's exhausting. That's not me. And that, that causes stress. Like I remember being on those and I'd be like, oh God, but then I ate this and you'd be so stressed out and feel guilty. And it's just like, it was like this vicious cycle. And it's like, okay, again, I'm supposed to be living. And I feel like this is torture, right? But when you know what's right for your own body, it's like a food allergy list, right? Instead of avoiding 35 foods because the plan says you can't have it. Great. Here's, you know, a list of 10 that my body tells me I shouldn't have. That's so much more manageable yeah. I wish everyone knew that. Uh, I know. And so one thing that I really do want to chat with here before we wrap up is thyroid, because every time I turn around, and I mean, I'm sure you see this like daily, how many times a day, but women talking about their thyroid. So for me, I had thyroid cancer. I don't have a thyroid, but so many women I talk to are like, oh, my doctor thinks I'm having problems with my thyroid. Oh, this is happening. I think it's thyroid. And it's like, I don't know if it's just because I notice it more now, but it seems like there are more women, especially having more thyroid issues. Mm-hmm. Now, is that is that something that you've noticed over time? Oh yeah. So thyroid medication now is, I think something like the third most prescribed medication just mm-hmm. behind and like, I mean, it's, it's all over the place now, more women than men, which is for, for sure, for sure. But here's what happens. And this is, and I've actually have a lot of content about thyroid. So one of my adaptations, that's what I call it. What my body had to do to protect me from what was going on was my body would always keep my T3 lower to protect me from additional stress, right? That was what it chose mm-hmm. to do. With that comes fatigue, comes all kinds of issues. That's not fun either. But your thyroid is the surveyor of the land. I have multiple Mm -hmm. videos that start off with, it is never, truly, I mean, never primarily your thyroid. The thyroid doesn't wake up one day and decide to be like, I'm not going to work today, or I'm going to go crazy (laughs) make antibodies today. Like it just, it doesn't do that. But because the thyroid is one of the glands that has the most blood flow of your entire body, it gets the messages the quickest. Mm. So if there's inflammation, if there's infection, if there's a hormone imbalance, your thyroid has to adapt to all that information that comes in by either rising or lowering your TSH. Well, if it keeps doing that and you don't change what it's trying to signal you to, it's doing, it's trying to say, Hey, there's stuff wrong and you don't fix it. And it keeps going to do that over and over again. Yes. It's going to wear itself out. The way to solve a thyroid issue is to ask the body, what are you trying to get my attention for? Mm -hmm. How do I take that stress and strain out? And then a lot of times if caught early enough, your thyroid can regulate. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's never given the chance. It's, oh shoot, your TSA just a little bit off. Here's a thyroid. Be on it forever. Let's never take you off of it again. And then we burn our thyroids out by using synthetic hormone for decades. Yeah. Really, your thyroid is just responding to the environment. If your thyroid is off, it's because there's an environmental stressor. Mm-hmm. We find that thyroid gets better, right? Once I fixed all of my stuff, my thyroid was able to balance again. But in the times of stress and strain, that's what it had to do to protect itself. Yeah. Well, and again, it comes back to the root, right? The root and that again, and, and I know from going, you know, working with you, 
this does not happen overnight. And we live in a society where everybody wants that instant gratification. They want Mm -hmm. that quick fix, right? And I'm like, if it was, we'd all be doing it. But it's put, yeah, you, you do have to put work in, right? And be committed, but also it, it's your body. It's your health. Yeah. I feel like the longer I've been doing this, I've just like really learned to like shoot it straight with people too, right? Like, yes. Like, I'm so big about realistic expectations. I've had many conversations where somebody's like 90 days in, right? So we're like three months in. I'm like, oh man, I haven't lost all the weight yet or I'm not feeling good. I don't feel like it's working yet. And I really just have to be like, ma'am, you came to me with decades of crap, right? Like you have taken the medications, you've been on birth control, you have all these things going on. You probably have implants. You probably have like, you know what I mean? Like you, you beat your body up for 20 years at least. Yes. You're upset that I haven't fixed you in 90 days. Like yeah. nobody said that's the way it works. Like I just feel like people need to hear that as we've made choices. I had decades. I've been sick since I was eight years old. I did not heal in 90 days. And I will never tell you that I did. Yeah. You have that expectation, right? We do the right things over time and your body will get well, but there is no quick fix. And if anyone tells you there is, they're lying to you. Like it just work that way. Yeah. And it's, that's the thing, right? It's, it's that flipping, pivoting the mind, right? Pivoting the mindset because it's all around us. Everything we're so used to having everything right away, which is great in some, some aspects, hundred percent. But I I always say, if anybody tells you this is like a get rich quick or a lose weight fat run, yep. Okay, because it it it's they're just taking your money. Yep. If there's a fast in anything that can do your health, <laughs> that's really dangerous. Or it's not actually going to work. Like it just it's not. I mean, it's tempting. I get it. I would have rather that too. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. But I always say anything worthwhile, right? It's it, how bad do you want it? Right. And why are you doing it? I think that's, that's for me, it was the why of, because I want to be able to be very, like mobile and feel good. Right. And I'm not looking for my body that I had when I'm 20 years old. I'm just looking to, you know, feel, feel in my body. Right. And, and the energy and everything. To like the way you look and feel at the age that you're at, right? We don't need these unrealistic expectations either. I just want to feel healthy and vibrant and able to do all the things that I want to do in that phase of life. And so many people are robbed of even just that, that it's heartbreaking, really. Totally. Well, honestly, you did so much for me. I tell so many people about you and, oh, and you're so passionate. That's what I love. You're just, you're so passionate about it and truly they're, like to, to help women. And, um, so where can they find you? Uh, lots of social media from Instagram. I have daily content that I post on there, What I will do for you is I'm going to send you some links to some things. I always give whenever I do podcasts and discounts. Yeah. About. Nice. So that's will all be $50 off. And even better than that, when I come on for special people like you, um, I will include the test review appointment with one of my doctors at no extra charge. That's usually a couple hundred bucks in addition. Nice. If you want to start with a test, I highly suggest starting with either the Dutch test or yeah. the school sample that gives you the most information. You can do both if you want. Um, but those are the greatest ways to start. And then again, you'll get a, a review with one of my doctors who will take you through everything they found, help you make some decisions. I think if you're looking for some answers, that's always the best place to start or follow me on social media. I've, I'm there every single day teaching you guys 
pieces and more information about health and wellness. So you can follow Amazing. me. Yeah. And we'll, we'll make sure we have all that in the show notes. So thank you so much. I could like talk to you for hours about this and uh, learn so much, but thank you again. And um, for the people listening, thanks for tuning in and make sure to give us a follow and a like, and check out all of Shannon's info. Awesome. Thank you so much. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hustle Culture Hater Club podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the HCHC.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at Instagram.com slash the Hustle Culture Hater Club. If you'd like to speak with us, please send us an email through podcast at the HCHC.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Don't forget to like and subscribe and stay fully up to date. Until next time.